Welcome to Sober.Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober.Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober.Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at SoberCoffeePod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Well, I'm on a path, all right. Are you on a path? I think so. Well, you know what's so funny? A little behind the counter, but <laughs> like we we're, we talk about like nothing, and then and then Brian, and the audio, music starts. Audio, audio high adventure goes. Okay, you guys ready? Uh, and we're like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> it's like I, know, we have I no have no clue. idea what we're doing, no, but we no are clue. here. We are on the path. Yeah, and and that. I'd like to introduce us today as uh, Happy Mike and uh, Grumpy Glenn. Um, what do you think? Glenn is grumpy today. Is grumpy? Cranky. What? Oh, cranky. Is that? Wait a minute. <clears throat> That's the is word it I worse use. than grumpy? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because really? I, I don't I remember. Cranky. I remember sneezy and happy, and but I don't remember grumpy and cranky. Such a cranky day. I had a lot of work calls today. And every one of my work calls, I would I'm say, hey, I'm going to tell you right off, I'm cranky today. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you your job? No. Okay. Then what are you being cranky for? Oh, it has nothing to do with my job. I'm I'm cranky today, which is rare for me, mm-hmm. but I'm cranky today because I am on day three mm-hmm. of my my uh, eating program, mm. and day three is the hangry, cranky day. Okay, you know I sent you a text on on the way to the studio today. Do you see that? Oh, I did see that. Yeah, so it, it's very appropriate. I mean, let me just pull it up real fast. It said, I saw it on social media, and it said, if you are newly sober or struggling, hold on. You have no idea how good it's about to get. But isn't that the same thing with your three-day diet? I mean, hold on. You're struggling. Tomorrow, to, typically the fourth day. So I've, I've, I've lost, lost 45 pounds in three months this year. That would be about a half my body weight. Whew. Go ahead. I'll tell you. And then I had my shoulder surgery, so I let up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I let up a lot, and mm-hmm. I gained 10 or 12 back. Mm-hmm. And now I am determined to finish this year at down 50 pounds for the year. That'll be a major win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but It's a big number. But and just behind the scenes, we're in like October, what, 20-something here? Mm-hmm. So I've got eight weeks, nine weeks left to do it, which I can because I lose about four pounds a week. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you use any? Is this a personal question? Yeah. No. Do you use any principles of the program? And and does does one translate to the other? I mean, is you're going through life and you're you're trying to accomplish something that you hadn't accomplished before? Do you do you find your you rely on the principles or anything of the program? So that's a great question, and the answer is an emphatic yes, Mm -hmm. because I find that I I used to drink to Mm -hmm. change the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And now I can easily get in the pattern of eating to change the way I feel. Get out of a real stressful call from work. Have a donut. Well, we got that bar outside of my, um, not a bar, but a refreshment <laughs> yeah, center. <laughs> Disclosure, it is yeah, not no, a liquor bar. It's no, a, we, we have a, a refreshment center right outside, you know, my yeah, It's got my snacks office. and chocolates. Oh, it's and, got anything yeah, you want. For the kids, right. Yeah. And, and Mike yeah. when he comes over. Yeah, totally. Anything you want. So, I mean, that's easy, right? Yeah. But staying away, and so I use tools. Some of the tools I use is suffer better. Mm-hmm. Some of the tools I use is mm-hmm. distract myself, mm-hmm. reach out to somebody, you know, just change your place, oh. change your people, change your, yeah, physically Absolutely. where so you're I at, just go walk out. You know? 960 calories today. Wow. 
Is that a lot? I don't, I don't, I don't count. No, that's that's <laughs> like that's like bird feet. I said, okay, well, I probably had eight hundred and sixty then. I no, had a, you know what I had today? I had a donut and a half a taco. Man, how do you do that? Well, because I'll go home and eat a half a sleeve of Oreos tonight. Well, well, there you go. You know, it's a it's a so half group. a sleeve of Oreos is like two thousand calories. <laughs> so trust me, you're definitely getting the calories in somehow. All right, hey, should we get down to the business to help? What are we doing? Stay sober. What are we here for? All right, so here's the thing. Um, our, uh, uh, you know, we, we live on online and, uh, one of the things that I love doing is taking a look at what is online, mm-hmm. what's trending, right? So what are people asking? Right. And, and it's amazing. So we, we looked at like the top 12, top 15, uh, Glenn and I did. And, and, uh, and we came out with, you know, four or five topics that we could just blow through them in one episode. But we thought, why don't we take a look at these and really bust them down? So I think that's a great idea. So um, hashtag trending. Yeah, right. right? I think um, so. I think that's taken, but okay. Yeah, but it's really cool because we can see, um, you know, through Google, you mm-hmm. know, what people are searching on. And, and I mean, not only do we hear from, from listeners and love hearing from listeners and kind of what's on their mind and stuff. And, you know, you know podcast at... Sober.coffee is our email podcast mm-hmm. at sober.coffee. Mm-hmm. So feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but no, pe- people are out there looking for help. Yeah, right. A lot of them, millions right. of people. Right. So let's jump in. But, of, but I love this yeah, new series. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I really like, because remember we did that six espresso shot? Yeah, right. First of all, I think we need one of those. Yeah, yeah, we do because we get Coming so many. Up. Yeah, we get so much feedback from the listeners, and we need to. We, yeah, we need to jump on those. That's yeah, a great. So point. I think I think we should have another espresso shot. But it's really cool that we're going to, you know, give these topics the right, you know, focus. Right, right. So the one of the top ones was, what's the difference between a craving and an addiction? Now I got to say, if I'm googling that, okay, I'm either googling it for somebody I know. But I'm going to make an assumption that you may be Googling that for yourself. Are you, are you tracking with me on that? So I think that's a great way to look at it. So if I'm hearing you right, maybe somebody's out there that's sober curious, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and they're like, man, what's an addiction? Maybe I'm, you know, hey, I, I want to go get a drink tonight, right? right? Am I an alcoholic? Am I addicted? Right, right, right. right. Um, or is this just a craving? Mm-hmm. I can assure you, when I have those craving for the sleeve of Oreos, which mm-hmm. I'm a professional at doing a whole line, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't do half, do no, all of do it, it right? right? Ten, the the double stuff, right? Right. So, you know, is that craving or am I addicted to it? Right. right. So, you know, clearly going back and 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 thinking about it, it's probably somebody is googling that for themselves, and it's if I were to guess. Mm-hmm. It's somebody either in very early sobriety or somebody that's sober curious. Yeah, yeah, I agree That'd with you. I agree with you as well, and and I think it's worth <clears throat> taking a look. And it, it really, you know, what I love about this, we, you know, I did some mental preparation for today, and you know, it what 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 it comes down to for me is I I have to go back and ask myself the questions I was asking myself before I got sober, right before before this new life of mine, and. You know, I don't know if it was denial that that was in the forefront of my mind, right, or my forefront of my actions. Oh no, I you know I'm not addicted. I just I just like to drink. It tastes good, you know. Um, but but 
again, I, you know, I look at it kind of like chocolate, right? I mean, I like chocolate, and I and I crave for chocolate at times, and I have a couple of pieces of chocolate, and I walk away, and and you know, I don't wake up in the middle of the night and take some chocolate. I don't get up in the morning and chug some chocolate. I don't, you know, I don't bring it to work with me. I right? I mean, yeah. all these. Well, I think of part things. of that is chocolate doesn't do. A whole heck of a lot for you. Well, because you know, it's a little high. bit. Yeah, it gives you a little, little bit. High. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like booze. Right. Right. I mean, booze was my solution. I mean, to the inner core, inner brain, crack brain, whatever you want to call it. It was your go-to. Oh, right. Sure. Booze worked. Right. No, I like chocolate, mm-hmm. but chocolate does not work like booze works. Mm-hmm. But you know, the first thing I think of when we think about cravings and addiction is both those words are subjective. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there's 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 no there's no blood test, right, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. measure cravings. There's no, you know, meter. You know, they're very subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 then I think part of it is psychological mm-hmm. versus physical. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, no, I was spending some time trying to get ready, you know, for this and 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 getting my head around it. Um, and I had, I had a lot of, of cravings that eventually pointed to I have a real problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when was your point of admission for you? My point of admission, meaning what? You know, when did you admit to yourself this is beyond a craving? You mean when I realized I had a problem? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was at my daughter's dance recital in mm-hmm. 1997. How old was she? Well, let me see. She was... Uh, like teen, young oh, teen? Oh, like six. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So she was in a dance recital, mm-hmm. and, and, and for those that don't know what a dance recital is, like they're little kids that dress up in tutus, and they you know dance on stage. Well, they have like 110 acts, mm. right? And there's you know they're all like four minutes long, so that's a long day. And she's not in each one? No, she's in number five, and she's in number 102. What do you do between five and well, 102? Well, I tailgated. Oh. Wait and a I, minute. That's I the did. thing? I actually went out. It was at a school. I actually went out to the parking lot. And, of course, I had a, you know very strong persuasive skills. So I had buddies of mine whose kids were there, too, and he, they had the same issue I had. You know, long pauses. So I'm like, hey, let's go out. I packed the cooler. Let's go out to the car. Nobody does that. Yeah. If you don't have cravings. Nobody but, does that if you have a but problem. But you had a light bulb walking out to the car? You had a light bulb coming in? Or in retrospect, do you know retrospect. that was... Retrospect. Okay. Back then, what I mm-hmm. what I was doing is I was feeding a need. Mm-hmm. And what I was doing in the moment was 100% made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Glenn, you're the man. I probably patted myself on, on the back. I'm I, so proud of it. Yeah. I could Nobody be, else thought of that. Uh, right, right. I'm a strategist. You're a genius. I mean, I know, this is totally. before tailgating was know, a thing. Totally. Now they do it at I every mean, major football game. who in the world game. tailgates at their daughter's dance uh, recital? Right, well, you do. Now I know I somebody. Know. So so that's that's my where where I said, hey, I realized looking back that every part of my life was built around, around booze. Okay. Let's fast forward a little yep. bit. You, you, you came to that realization in retrospect. But was there a point in your life, because for me, it was way late in my life, I kept, I would do that, and I knew it inherently it was probably not normal, but then I was hanging around with people who were doing it, so I felt that it was normal, because they're doing it, I'm doing it. I guess, when was the the point for you that you said, this is no longer, this is an an addiction? When when was your real wake-up moment where you said, I am, 
this is a problem that, and I've I I have I'm addicted. Yeah, because I mean, so, it's a it's a strong that's a strong statement to make about yourself. Yeah, so probably when when I started to get the shakes in the morning, and okay. I started really you now being hungover, just tired, and kind of dragging. That's one thing. But I started getting the shakes, and this was a couple of years after my my dance recital was probably two thousand, and and I remember probably the number one time is <clears throat> I was traveling for business out in L.A. And I was, I mean, lit. And I drank hard till like three in the morning. And um, I had a six a.m. flight. Oh, so I ouch. went back. To, I went back to the hotel. I packed, packed my uh, suitcase. Got a shower. I mean, I was shaking. You know, I was just, oh, I was such bad physical shape. And I remember sitting on the plane, and the guy next to me, you know, flying first class. And the guy next to me says, "Man, you had a bad night." And I said, "You said it." Yeah. And I said, "It's going to be a long day." And he said, "You know," he goes, "Hey." He goes, why don't you just have a Bloody Mary? Huh. And I'm like, what? I well, said, that's like leaning into again? a punch, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I, I almost made me sick just thinking about it. I said, there's no way I can drink. He said, trust me, mm -hmm. drink a Bloody Mary, and you'll feel like a million bucks. And so I said, okay. So I ordered a double Bloody Mary. You know, I drank it. And 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 I felt, like, better. Right. Like, I thought I was going to vomit, but I didn't. And I felt better. And then I was like. Well, if one's good, two's good, right? So I had another one. So by the time I flew from you know L.A. to Chicago, I had eight of them or whatever. Four hours. Yeah. So I'm getting off the plane, and I'm buzzed. All right. You know, and then you know, so I, you know, I went home in the limo, and then just kind of cruised through the rest of the afternoon, and then I realized at that point, mm -hmm. I'm addicted. Right. I'm like because, and and then the days started to blend in, mm -hmm. and every single night. You know, I would get bombed, and, and I would just push it. Mm -hmm. I would just say, hey, how far can I take this? Mm -hmm. Because now I've got a solution in the morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it was at that point that I knew I was addicted. I knew that I was hooked Yeah, and in trouble. And I'm, I'm rattling my brain because there were so many moments where I should have come to that realization, but I didn't. I mean, tragedy would strike. I would do something. Why, did you talk yourself out of it? or? Yeah, I just, I, I just said, just get back on the horse like you. It, you know, and I didn't have Bloody Mary, but I, I was just like, all right, this is just a thing. I, I just didn't so see the, it as a problem. So the next day, I mean, to, to drink at the level that, that you did the next day, you had to have been hurt. Early on, yes. And not, then did you take later. pills? Did you take booze yeah, the next day? I took pills and booze. And, well, see, that's yeah, what I didn't do. Point. I didn't take the pills. If I had yeah. taken the pills, yeah. I could have smoothed out with that. Yeah, smooth that, right. right. Well, let me tell you something. Well, those like are, they did those are addictive as well, I just, just for <laughs> all the listeners to know. Yeah, yes, they are. Well, yes. th they talked about that. Tranquilizers, I think, yeah, the right. word that the big right. book uses, right? right. But, but so, so it, this is good because, again, I think if people are wondering what the difference between craving addiction you know, an addiction is something that, from what I hear you say, you know, you lost control of the crave. You, you know, the cra the the addiction overtook the crave. You you, you just lost control, uh, like I did. I just lost control. I just kept I would doing say it. I would say when I had booze available at all times, mm -hmm. there was no craving. Mm -hmm. Just because I had, I mean, yeah, right. It was I, I was just on that path. Sure. It's just every two hours, every hour, hour and a half, I'd, I'd have another drink. Right. I, I didn't really crave it. I just set up my life that was going to be a drinking life. Right. Um, but then, you know, when, when I did stop, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the numerous times I stopped before I really surrendered and, and, and started on the sober path, mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I had a lot of cravings. Right. Um, and, you know, as we talked about the first year I took Anabuse, and mm-hmm. I mean, that that didn't stop the cravings. I no, just couldn't it, do anything about them. That's right. Because and it helped could, me identify why I did. Right, right. right. But, you know, but, yeah. but the one thing I want to point yeah. out, you know, for those that are sober curious or early in sobriety, um, you know, stopping drinking, in fact, you know, I just saw I just saw an, an article where a father's son uh, were heavy drinkers, and they both quit cold turkey together on the same day, and the son passed away, had, had a seizure and passed away. Mm. And it's very dangerous right. if you're a heavy drinker, and I, yeah. that's subjective too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but if you're a heavy, daily, heavy pounder drinker, it is dangerous to it stop is. on your own. Yeah. Get get in touch with a detox center. Get in touch with a doctor, a doctor or a hospital. Right yeah. You know, be, you know. I just read our article. You mm-hmm. know, and and so it's super dangerous. Yeah. No, that's that's great. The other thing I was thinking too, Glenn, is, you know, there's my crazy. You know, I my crazy is is this. I have wants, desires, and then demands. Right. Mm-hmm. So the want is kind of fleeting. Right. There's not much substance. There's you know, something looks good to me at the time. I absolutely don't think it through, but I just need instant gratification, right? Then there, then it goes desire, and that that's a little bit deeper, right? I, I think I'm getting this right. And the brain goes from the want into the I gotta have it, right? Mm-hmm. It's I go into overdrive mode, mm-hmm. and then then it goes into demand, right? And it, that's game over for me. I mean, you know, that's almost like the the different stages of of a relapse, yeah. you know, where you you know, just emotionally want things or, you know, just start. And then the, the middle one is the mental, right? Right. You know, where you're mentally desire and you start thinking about it. And, yeah, and, you and fantasize about build. it. And yeah, yeah, the right. wave starts to build, right. you know. And you got to nip it in the bud early. Yeah, absolutely right. But, hey, that takes some folks some time. It took me some time. Right. You know, it took me time to have that awareness, mm-hmm. right, and, and, and kind of understand what I'm going through. And that and abuse helped me just because I couldn't drink. And then I'd be like, okay, what's going on? And then what tools am I going to use? Mm-hmm. You know, but but the one thing about um, you know cravings is you know they they use the word triggers, right? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in triggers? Uh, no. Yeah, there's some people that do, and some people that don't. that don't, right? But there's there's situations, and 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 I'm on both sides of the fence, I guess, which is rare for me, but I'm riding right in the middle because. There are some situations for me and as I work with others, for others, that put them into a high-risk zone. Okay, I'll buy that. You know, may, maybe that's a better word to use, high-risk versus trigger. Mm-hmm. But it puts them in a high-risk zone. Like, for example, a family outing, you know, or, or, you know, a situation where they normally would have drank heavily and that's their pattern and that's what they know and, and booze has always been their go-to. And now they're going to that situation Right, without booze. Right. right. So so they, they go into a high risk situation with no without their number one go to tool. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think when when that happens, I mean just like we just like we, we talk about it today, we have a game plan. Mm-hmm. Right. A we're self aware. You know, very rarely do you or, or I go into a situation unprepared. Unprepared. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just know where we're going, what we're doing. And that's just practice, right? right? That's just over time. And and sometimes you got to go to the extreme. I went to Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and I took a 
person in recovery with me. I mean, Nashville's like crazy, Glenn. It's it's like a combination of Mardi Gras and and the Strip well, in Las Vegas well. on steroids. It's like it was just crazy. And trust me, I know crazy. I I was crazy. So they had booze around you. Oh, you couldn't avoid it. There was there was no water bottles. It was just a big booze fest. So, a did you know that going in? Yes. Okay. So you were aware of it going in. So what did you do? Yeah, we had a purpose for being there. And what I did was I brought a re- somebody in recovery with me. Mm-hmm. And, and we just muddled through and enjoyed the ride. Okay. <clears throat> so you had some accountability. You had, you had some accountability. Now, how much sobriety did they have? Were, were they at risk? Did you guys talk about it yeah, ahead of time? Yeah, they, they are uh, just over a year. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, we talked. We talked a lot about it. I said, how are you holding up? You know? And, Do you have an exit plan? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, positively. Uh, let's go means let's go. And you didn't get close to that, did you? Never. No. It was it was beautiful, but, but Do you feel like a fish out of water? Nope. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the the, the show. And, and, but I but I got to tell you, I had a I had a feeling of um, compassion for, for those because I saw me in so many places. Oh, man, that is so real, isn't it? Yeah, I saw me in so many places. So you saw Mikey mm-hmm. in in the stands right. around town. That's right. And and I knew, old, I knew Mikey. And I knew what their tomorrow was going to be oh, because yeah. it doesn't end. So I guess to kind of wrap it up, mm-hmm. what we're talking about, and I loved how you said it because when you talked about that party, going to the party, if you're going to the party because you need your go-to, you're beyond craving. You're into addiction, I, I believe. Right. So, you know, kind of, you know, the way I wrote, wrote a couple notes down, I actually prepared a little wow, bit. Wow, scary. Um, yeah, but... You're, you're, not, you're not bad for cranky. You know, I'll tell you, I am cranky. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, I'll be cranky for six weeks in a row as we drop these things, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, cravings, you know, I wrote down, you know, kind of my definition is a strong desire to drink mm-hmm. or use, right? Um, with, with you know, having failed efforts to stop, right? Mm-hmm. And and I really think that, um, you know, that cravings is a mental gymnastic, right? It's it's a, the mental jungle gym, you know, and it's a brain marker, man, because your brain goes back to what it used before, right? So it drives cravings. But I have found that cravings, only lasts a short period of time, especially if you start using tools to get out of the situations, change your location, put music on, right? Call somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, eat eat Oreos instead of drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they only last about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. um, and, and and so when I remember early sobriety, I would tell myself that, you know, and that's where I really started to deploy suffering better. You know, I'm going to sit here. I don't care how it feels. I'm going to, you know, I got 18 minutes left, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but make it through this 18. Totally. But I also believe that cravings are a, a part of, or a sign of addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd have addiction without cravings. Right. It start it starts with the crave. Yeah. I, right. I just think, I just think, you know, that is, that is the fertile soil where addiction can you know really grip in and grow. So pay attention to it. Absolutely pay I did, attention. I did this. I looked up addiction um, on Google, and Google never lies. 
Anyway, I got to dictionary.com. <laughs> and addicted means physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance and unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects. Adverse effects. It just, that's where that's where you've crossed the line, where, where you got to have it. Yeah, so for those folks that are Googling this, mm-hmm. right, sober curious, you know, or early in sobriety or have tried and tried and tried just like I did, just like we did, mm-hmm. right, um, you know, there is help. There is a solution. You know, we are part of the program, the 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, and there's a chapter in that in that big blue book called There Is a Solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found is when I surrendered and said, hey, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do in this big blue book, mm-hmm. my, my, my cravings started to go away. Right. And I started to learn some tools where I could get through the day without craving. And today, I don't crave at all. Mm-hmm. I might have a fleeting thought. Well, it's habit. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. Not, you I hop on a plane, thought, you're thinking of a Bloody Mary. Absolutely. You know right. what? I just took a plane, and um, you know, the people next to me Did were drinking. back? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, and, and the people next to me were all drinking. I'm like, that's how I used to be. That's how I used to be. And uh and I had my my tomato juice on ice and my diet coke. And uh, and that was fine. All right. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with this because I think that's great advice for the sober curious. I think for the listeners that are on the road to recovery, I think what we talked about today made an impact on me. And that is be aware when you're going into a situation. Yes, you may have a craving, but Deal with it, process it, and have a plan. You know, and also, I mean, we're clearly doing our hashtag trending, yeah, right. which I love, maybe sober curious, you know. But for those that are on the sober path and, and may not have cravings today, just take some of what we chatted through today, sharpen your pencil, and help out the next alcoholic who's I having those that. cravings. I love that. You know. All right, man. Hey, love this is brother. good. We'll see you again for uh, part two. Part I, two. I'm still craving that, that uh, line Oreos, of Oreos. Yeah, so. all right. All right totally, Take so. us to music, Brian. I appreciate that. Thank you. See you, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800 800- Two seven three eight two five five. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.